Okay, what's going on, Leagues Commissioner? This is the KOLL Podcast, and I got Greg back with me. What's going on, Greg? Appreciate you coming back. What's going on? Happy to be here. All right. Well, we took a week off last week, so we didn't get any power rankings. So there's a complete reset of those power rankings, and I can't wait to share them with you later. But first, we're going to have some trades. We're gonna, we didn't have burning questions from last week, so we're just going to you know, talk about last week's action. I got six burning questions for this week. We got the power rankings. Uh, we'll see if we have a comment of the week. I don't like to give it to myself, but I feel like it, it was probably my comment this week. So we'll get there when we get there. First of all, let's start it out with the trade report. A couple of blockbusters for all intents and purposes this week. As the Oracle, that's you, trades Brees Hall to who's Justice Bieber, that's me, for Deshaun Watson. Um, I'm curious to you what brought this trade offer out because you offered this to me. This was not something I even considered as an option, but when I saw the offer, I, I, was, I was very enticed. And obviously, it took me about 10 minutes to decide, you know what, fuck it, let's do it. Huh. Cool, excellent. And like, before we dive into this too much, I just want to say I think this is a really good example of like a fair trade and like what like you me getting what I need and you getting what you need um but basically like the thought process just behind this was Brees Hall's young and I'm sure he has several years of really good football ahead of him um and several elite years of football ahead of him but like on my team right now like I'm rebuilding I don't know if it necessarily makes sense to have a, a running back on my team right now and I thought his value has exploded um, as it as it should. So I was like, how can I get a, a quarterback? So I was targeting two guys and um, I was a little more apprehensive about Watson just because of the whole suspension stuff, understandably. But um, yeah, I, I, bless you. I think I think it was um, it was a square offer. You got what you need and I got what I need. Yeah, I when I was I was trying to think about this because I had already traded you three first round picks to get Watson in the first place. Never got to play a single game on my team. It is what it is. So I had to kind of consider that when I was making the trade. So now, now basically what happened was you kept Watson and I gave you my three first round picks for Brees Hall. Would I have traded three potentially late first round picks to get the one one this year? I think I would have. I think it was a good trade. You know, you, you think about the NFL and if a, guy, a team's picking 20th overall and they want to move up to – number one overall it's going to take something like that three first round picks and a piece a couple pieces and a couple picks something like that and I was like you know what that's pretty authentic I'm going to take this trade I think having the in my opinion and in many people's opinion the clear best fantasy asset from this past year's draft I'm going to take it and then I also had any more you want to talk about this trade because it's going to lead right into the next trade. Oh, I really want to get into the next trade. So let's, let's go. Okay. So, and the, the reason I, if you would have sent me this trade offer last week, it would have been really hard for me having just traded away Dak Prescott and not knowing where two is going to be. Uh, not, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking in my head, like if Brady's already getting a divorce, he might play four more years. You know what I mean? It's you possible. Could, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe I even have Brady again next year, but I was worried with the Tua situation. I, you know how I feel about Mariota. 
But I two days earlier, I got a trade offer from the Melonheads, Dak Prescott from Mariota and two firsts. And I told him, you know, it's kind of funny for me to trade back for Dak Prescott uh, when I just traded him away, but I'm not going to lie. I feel like this is the right move for me to make. It's just unfortunate because I only have two active quarterbacks. I'm in a must-win matchup this week against the DeLongles. I don't know if I want to go into this game with, with one quarterback, so let's wait a week, and then we'll make the trade next week. And he was totally on board, no big deal. And then I was kind of thinking about it, and I was like, San Francisco's got the best defense in the NFL as of right now. Through five weeks of the best defense in the NFL. Do I really want to start Marcus Mariota? No, I don't. And I said, you know what? I don't. So let's just execute this trade, execute the next trade. The trade was, who's Justice Beaver trades? Marcus Mariota for a 2023 first-round pick and a 2025 first-round pick, which, again, I hope to God, are very late first-round picks. And in exchange, Beck Prescott has made his way back on to who's Justice Beaver. If you love something, let it go, and it'll come back to you. There it is. And Deshaun for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I love this trade for you. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, you traded him, got him back. But, um, I mean, Brady and Prescott and Tua, that's a pretty strong uh, QB room. And to do that in at, like, the same time as getting Brees Hall, and you also have Jonathan Taylor, who's injured, but will be coming back. But, like, Brees Hall and Jonathan Taylor, those are the two probably – the top two running backs in Dynasty – um, I would think going forward. Um, and obviously Prescott's a quarterback one um, when he's healthy and he's coming back a lot sooner than Watson is. So um, I don't, however, understand this trade for Bob because um, he had originally traded me three first round picks for Justin Fields. Um, and then he, you know, that was a mistake. And then he basically flipped Justin Fields for Dak Prescott, which I thought was like a brilliant move. And I was like, okay, he's got a quarterback. And then he trades Dak Prescott for two first round picks. I'm not even considering Marcus Mariota because I think by the bye week, which is I think week 10 or 12 for the Falcons, I think Desmond Ritter will probably be in there. So he basically just shuffled around quarterbacks. He still has no quarterback and he lost the first round pick in the process. Well, he has Zach Wilson, Jared Goff, right? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, you know, Bob, uh, he's high on those two. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I, if his, I, I just don't, I don't know if he's like trying to win now or win later and to do it, to trade him to you who has like, I would have paid for Dak Prescott. Um, I have like much earlier picks and like kind of, we talk about first round picks, like all first round picks are equal, but like, especially your 2023, like hopefully for you and like on paper, that's going to be a pretty late round pick. And like, yeah. there's a significant difference between like a Christian Watson who got picked at like the 111 last year versus like a Chris Olave or, you know, like a Garrett Wilson or something. Yeah. There's a big difference between that. Facts. I can say with confidence, he does believe he's a playoff team this year. It's, he doesn't, he doesn't believe he's a championship contender, but he believes he's a playoff team. And as of right now he is. So, I mean, it could, we'll see. He it has could the be a fair bet third lowest amount of points uh, scored so far. Well, and that I'm glad you did that because that's something that we should incorporate shit like that going forward into the podcast. I was considering doing positional rankings. Maybe I'll save that for next week if I have more time because I did not have time for shit this week. I was preparing for Destination Football an hour before the show both times, and, uh, and I didn't prepare for this one at all. 
In fact, I uh, I jotted down some notes within five minutes. When I said, give me 10 minutes, that was me telling you I was jotting down my notes. <laughs> cool, so, cool. But what we were saying was Bob does believe he's a playoff team right now. We're going to find out. Um, yeah, I mean, he's certainly he will talk later. But yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, the talent's there. I'm growing increasingly concerned about who's Justice Bieber. And now with Jonathan Taylor, I was expecting to play. Now with Jonathan Taylor out, I got to decide. Obviously not having the second quarterback, too. Do I want to start Josh Palmer? Do I want to try and give Kyle Pitts another shot? Do I want to try and give Allen Robinson another shot? Not really. Looking. Not really. Uh, spoiler alert. I decided to give Allen Robinson one more shot. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how that turns out. Hopefully Matthew Stafford can. Uh, can Takes fall. a very deep breath and uh, we'll find out. Anyway, let's talk about what happened in our league last week. First up was Devontae's Inferno 158. Who's Justice Beaver? 136. This is a third straight loss for Who's Justice Beaver after that record-setting week he had in week two. Um, uh, I'm very disappointed. I'm I'm very disappointed. I, there's not a whole lot more I can say about this. Obviously, it's my team. You know, Devontae's Inferno, steady as he goes. He's going to be in the playoffs. I don't care what his record is at any point. He's going to be there. He's going to be dangerous. So he gets to win this week. What do you think? Yeah, man, I, I don't know, like, on paper and, like, all the, all the moves you make, I look at those, and I'm like, those are solid moves. Um, and then, you know, just to – it makes me scared about, like, one day eventually, hopefully, my team is competitive. Um, so, like, it makes me, like, think, like, no matter how stacked, I mean, shit happens. And, like – but I, I think you're going to write the ship eventually. And, yeah, dude, Devontae's Inferno, he was – he's talking all humble in the group chats and stuff, but, like – I don't know, man. His team, like you said, steady, steady as she goes. Steady as she goes. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in a bit of an injury debacle right now, which is not something I've experienced too much in my career as a fantasy football player. I've never really had this many injuries definitely holding me back. But I feel like I have staying power, and I feel like even with the injuries I have, I should be, I should be more competitive than I am. I shouldn't be losing by – you know, 20 points to Devontae's Inferno, who underachieved as well. So, I don't know. Hopefully, we turn it around. The the Longles stay on beaten, 165. Nick Top, Greg Bottom takes a second straight loss, 147. Yeah. That's uh, that's crazy. I mean, Dylan, the the Longles just keep winning. uh, Just like his comment in the chat make me go, how the fuck – is this guy winning my fantasy football league right now? I don't think he's ever had an injury. Like, we're just talking about your team with all these injuries. Like, I, Dylan just, like, it's it's crazy how he just – his team's just humming along. And, like, Saquon Barkley is now, like, the best fucking running back ever. And, like, it's just yeah. really funny how everything works out for him. But, I mean, yeah. he had a hell of a – he had a hell of a startup draft. And that's just – he's just riding that. And, like, it's ridiculous how – he auto-drafted half of it. Yeah, yeah. That's the most frustrating part. Uh, I had a guy in my other league last year. He auto-drafted. He made two moves the entire season and made to the championship because he suffered zero injuries. And I said, you know what? I fucking hate that so much, and I don't even like you. You're out of the league. Bye. (laughs) I even tell him. I just deleted him from the app and added somebody new. Let's fuck out of here. If you auto-draft, don't do shit. Make it to the championship. You don't deserve it. Get out of here. 
fucking hilarious. The Longles, uh, that's a, a buzzer for you, sir. Uh, I, like it, like we talked about before. At least he's active in the chat a little yes. bit. Yes, yes. That's, that's good. All right. The Thick Dicks, 170 again, Forever Unclean, 112. Uh, Forever Unclean continues to underachieve. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he's one of those teams where, like, when you have an elite quarterback, you can kind of, like, you're kind of do or die on them. And Justin Herbert has the rib, the nagging rib injury uh, going on. But the Thick Dicks currently are the number one team uh, scoring-wise, not record-wise, but they've scored the most points. And, um, you know, I mean, pretty, pretty solid team. So, I mean, if Paul, I don't know. I'm panicking a little for him. But, like, the Thick Dicks, who I – and if Nick, if Nick, if you're listening to this, I apologize for underestimating you earlier in the year. Your, your team's looking fucking good. Uh, also, Nick, if you're listening to this, second time you told me you're going to do the podcast with me and uh, didn't didn't respond. So uh, a reality check. But uh, yeah, the Fick Dicks have scored 170 plus points in all three of their victories. The three big, the three, the two losses. Under 170 points. So maybe that's the line for the thick dicks. Real quick, they're averaging 169. Very Nick-like. They're averaging 169 <laughs> points per game this year. If memory serves, the thick dicks were a top three scoring team in the league last year and just had a disappointing record. I believe so, yeah. So a little bad luck. And um, I, don't, I don't know exactly where he finished, but I know he was – he finished high and he had a few spike weeks that were just like ridiculous to... I don't I don't even think he made playoffs he did not I yeah, think I he think was so. right on the cusp like the, the fifth seed or something all right the Melonheads 140 defeat Oracle 104 yeah just a snooze fest snooze yeah big time that's a Thursday night game right there yeah yeah <laughs> all right the longest yard 117 Long Island Beast 180 Four in a row for the Long Island Beasts. Yeah, I, I look down and I'm I'm shocked to see uh the Long Island Beasts four and one. Um obviously, you know, is Amari Cooper's having a better year than normal. Travis Kelsey last week had like 49 touchdowns or something. Oh, 49, um, exactly 49. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a monster. Uh, and I've, you know, obviously has Pat Mahomes and some good depth. So you know, good team. Mike's team's actually scoring a decent amount of points for a rebuilding team. He's got to he's got to check himself if he wants that first overall pick. <laughs> right. He's pulling a Atlanta Falcons right now, winning games yeah. they didn't want to win. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I was thinking about the Desmond Ritter, Marcus Mariota thing. We know Atlanta doesn't want to freaking win. Why don't they just keep Mariota in? Yeah. I mean, I I, I certainly would. Yeah. Now the hottest team in the league. The ETLians, 168, Austin, 316, 126. What the fuck is with these long brothers? I don't fucking get it. I mean, Jack's benefited from so much luck, too. Um, uh, he's currently the second highest scoring team, averaging 165 points per game. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> what? I, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't fucking get it, and I don't like it. And I especially, I got his... I traded him Hollywood Brown for his pick and everyone made fun of him. Um, Hollywood Brown's like the six wide, like wide receiver six on the season and Jax keeps winning. So that first round picks getting later and later. Um, and now last time we talked, I was, Troy was on a little winning streak there, but it looks like he might've come down to life, you know, back to reality. Yeah. Near me. 
<laughs> Definitely. Um, you traded Hollywood, and I traded you Hollywood for Josh Palmer and Rondale Moore. I'm not gonna lie; I really wish I had Marquise Brown right now. He's he he's he's under a very underrated. I've hated him his whole career and thought he was just some little tiny guy, but he's a very underrated guy. I was, I was just talking to my destination football co-host and I said he is quiet the quietest wide receiver five overall I've ever seen in my life to the point that I looked at I was was putting the show together I looked at the current rankings and I went Marquise Brown's number five when the hell did that happen I was like what that's wild we'll have to see what happens when D hop comes back obviously for sure for sure long season that is going to lead us right into our week Six power rankings. This is going to be interesting. Number 12. uh, Number 12, 541 points is the longest yard at 0-5. Yeah, I think his – I mean, right now his team's the the second lowest scoring. He's averaging four more points per game than me. Um, He just hasn't – he hasn't won a game. So, as of now, he's tanking better than me. Uh, we'll see Justin Fields. He's come into life a little bit. Um, you know, Chris Olave just keeps scoring points. I know he has a, he had a concussion, so maybe he misses a week. But um, you know, he he's he has some some players where I think he might start winning games towards the end of the year. Okay, number eleven, six hundred and three points. One and four is the Oracle. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, my only player really worth a shit was uh, Brees Hall, and I traded him for, uh, you know, a, a suspended quarterback who I'm super happy to have in the future. Uh, going into next year, I really like my chances. We'll, I'll have a busy offseason, but as of right now, it's, it's not looking good. It's, it's back to being uh, an, a bye week for everyone else. 2025 is the target. I, I, at the earliest. <laughs> Fair enough. Number 10. 794 points, two and three is who's Justice Beaver. You put yourself at number 10? Yeah. Or the AP poll put? Um, AP put them, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Three straight L's, you know, three straight bad L's. That's going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough. Um, you know, you're in the top, or Justice Beaver's in the top five or six in uh, scoring, it looks like. Um, the league median is 146 points per game. So if you're scoring more than 146 points per game, you should be winning. Uh, you're, who's Justice Beavers at 154 points? So like, well you above know, average. Yeah, you're you're above average um, in many ways. And uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you know. Hopefully, you'll start uh, winning. Hopefully for you, you'll start uh, winning some games soon. For the love of God, it needs to Definitely start this week so I can get a second round pick. more on that to come number nine 815 points two and three is austin 316 yeah had a nice little start there um you know he's he's having i mean he has a decent team he has aj brown like josh jacobs is everyone faded josh jacobs but he's having a monster year um i guess trevor lawrence the last two games kind of come back to earth which has kind of hurt him um, but yeah, he's probably right where right where he belongs. Number eight, eight hundred ninety nine points, three and two is the Ethiopians. 
I still couldn't rank him any higher, despite having a better record than two guys ranked ahead of him. Yeah, um, and and again, second most points. That that shocks uh, me. I didn't look at that. Obviously, that sh- that shocks me. Maybe the AP oh, didn't look at that either. I was shocked. I must have typed something wrong, but it says he's averaging 165 points per game, um, and like some of his guys, like Travis Etienne. I mean, he hasn't even like to. The, I, I think it's coming, but. He, it he is has- coming. It's coming, dude. I'm trading for him in, in every league that I have, and I just can't get it from. I can't get him from Jack. What do you? What do you? Um, are you trading for him in any dynasty leagues? I'm interested in because I just traded him away in another league. Uh, if I could, but I'm uh the the ones that I'm in are stupid. And I I like I did you find a good one on that sleeper? Because I'm literally like having people dropping out of the league and new people coming into the league every week. Oh Even really? Five oh, weeks into the season. And I'm just like, this is dumb. So that's rough. I, I found really... one. I mean, both the leagues I found the one has like not to humble brag or anything, but it's like there's like guys that work for like fantasy pros or DLF and stuff. They have like there's a few guys with like verified check marks on Twitter, like content creators. Um so I'm getting my ass kicked in that league and I'm actually trying. Um, and then, yeah, in the other league, it's like, you have to pay your, your dues like two years out before you can trade picks. So no one is really too inclined to trade picks. Um, so there's some weird, and it's like a really tight end premium, two points per reception for tight yeah, end. Um, I, I hate that one. I hate that. I hate yeah. it. It's so stupid. It's just, that's broken. Like Travis Kelsey's the number one player, right? Yeah. Yeah. By far. Yeah. I couldn't. I've been trying to for Kyle Pitts because his value's down, and like the guy, I've offered like Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and like a first from, and like really, yeah, it's just wow. Even tight end premium, yeah. But yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Number seven, nine hundred points, two and three is forever unclean. Yeah, he's right around. I looked up like the average per game. He's at 143, and again, averages around 146, rounded up 147. So he's right below average. And um, yeah, I mean, his team's interesting. He's, I, I feel like he's not had a lot of injuries, but he's had a lot of bad luck. And like Joe Mixon hasn't looked himself. Um, you know, like it's tough. Like DK Metcalf has actually been playing pretty good, but like, you know, um, actually, Geno Smith's been playing pretty good. But there's a few players like Cam Akers, a few other players who've really lost some value since he had the startup draft a year ago. Um, but again, it's a good team. I think last you you said last time that his team caught on late last year. So we'll see if he has another rally in him. Yeah, gonna need it. But get the rally monkey, the rally hats out or whatever. Yeah. Number six, nine hundred twenty-one points, two and three, back-to-back wins for the Melonheads. Yeah. Um, again. Third lowest, he's averaging 129 points per game. Um, you know, Jared Goff has been amazing so far this year. I think he so he's quarterback eight on the year, which is, is remarkable. Um, I don't know how sustainable that is. I don't know how sustainable Gabe Davis. Uh, he has 11 receptions on the year, three touchdowns. That's 27% of his receptions are going for touchdowns. That's insane. Um, he has a lot of... I want to see Bob like package some of the, like if you had, if you had like Jamar Chase or something and he gave you DJ Moore and like Gabe Davis, would you at least consider that? Okay. Maybe I'm pushing my, but like. Maybe add a first round pick. 
I consider. I that. mean, he has first. He just has so many like like Elijah Moore, Cortland Sutton, Devonte Smith, Gabe Davis, DJ Moore, Rashad Bateman. Like they're all the Those same. Those are all players. tradable players. Very all tradable. All, yeah. And like they have big name recognition too, but like they're literally the same exact player. And he just has like like nine of this yeah and, and all his running backs are the same too that's fun. yeah yeah like package a few of those consolidate your assets a little and uh tear up and and you know i think you'll be cooking with them but he is, he mean, is he's still talented his team's still talented it is talented but he's he's building a, a sustainable average team he's building the minnesota vikings <laughs> the, the jeff fishers <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> number five three and two 1,064 points is Devontae's Inferno. I don't, yeah, I mean, steady Eddie. Um, like, you know, Derek, Derek Henry, Henry's starting to break out. Um, he hasn't even got anything out of Jamar Chase too much. He has, like, 45 tight ends, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones. He has a solid team. Um, and, like, Russell Wilson's playing, like, absolute garbage, um, which, like, I know you, you don't think that's going to change. It could. We don't, I don't know. But. Well, they're making the shoulder injury excuse now all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's him and the head coach. The head um, coach. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> that's the biggest thing is Nate Hackett. So he's, I, I told you before the season, because we talked on destination football and I said, I cannot believe they hired him as the head coach. He's not, he's not awful. He was he's, with the Jags, right? Cause I he was their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he he moved on to Green Bay and made Aaron Rodgers made it look like he was good at his job. He's not. Yeah. And, yeah. We're, and the whole world's finding that out slowly but surely. But no, uh, I'm not confident in Russell Wilson ever turning around again. However, I compared Devontae's Inferno's owner, Jeremy, to Walter Ray Williams Jr. last week. And I know you said you didn't know who that was, but he's a world champion bowler, one of the best bowlers of all time. He's also a world champion in cornhole and horseshoes. He's just good at things. Just just like good at everything that he does. And I feel like Jeremy's the same way. But the way he does it, it's like a sneak attack. Like I feel like if I'm playing, let's use beer pong as the example. I'm playing six cup beer pong with Jeremy. I'll I'll get down to one cup and you won't have one. I'll be let's go. And then he'll just proceed and hit six in a row and beat me. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. type of guy Jeremy is. He just hangs back. Bides his time. It's the tortoise and the hare situation. He's the tortoise. He takes his time, doesn't say too much, relaxes, and then when you're not expecting it, boom, he beats you. That's yeah. his man. That um, you know him better than me, but that's definitely seems to be my experience knowing him. And I mean, before last year, we had that redraft that was supposed to be a keeper league that ended up turning into this. But I'm pretty sure he won the championship in that, or at least. Did he win the championship in that? No, he, he got second. Play. He finished second. Barry won that. But, okay, yeah. But he's just, you know, I feel like he could be rebuilding and have, like, my team and still end up being a competitive team. Oh. Uh, he's just – It's, it's good. It's, he's annoying. the opposite of Nate Hackett. He's a good coach, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's, yeah. Number four, 1,087 points, three and two. Nick Top, Greg Bottom. Yeah, so um, Aaron, if you're listening to this, um, I want to propose something to you real quick, um, and then we'll talk about your team. But I don't know when my team will be competitive. I hope next year. But I want to make a deal that if I ever win a championship, you need to change your name to Greg Topnick Bottom. <laughs> I, I love hope. that. 
and Aaron is the one guy I can confidently confidently say is listening to this, which I I know you and I both appreciate very much. Yes, absolutely. More people should listen. This is a great great show, great league. But Aaron, when you hear this, please message the chat and say yes or no to my proposal. But I mean, his his team's good. It was not too long ago he was number one in the power rankings. Everyone hates Kyler Murray, but he's quarterback five on the year. I love wow. Kyler Murray. You love him? I'm still salty he drafted him right before me. In the <laughs> I was thinking about that. Yeah, and then I was thinking like, oh, Kyler Murray, wow, his value has dropped. Still quarterback five. Uh, I was actually trying to trade Brees Hall for Kyler Murray, uh, and then you you swooped in. That, that uh, trade was sitting in Aaron's uh, trade box. We had talked about it. He was thinking about it. That's why he commented. He was disappointed. He was like, "Ah, oh, well, uh, Tua's going to retire. Yeah, I would probably rather have Kyler Murray, honestly. But uh, he just – it's crazy that Brees Hall's value is, like, the same almost as Kyler Murray's. Like I'd rather have Kyler Murray. So, Aaron, also, since you're listening to this, uh, send me the trade offer, Kyler Murray for Brees Hall, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he has um, – he has – I looked today. He has four quarterbacks in the top 11. Geno Smith, Carson Wentz, it's insane. Everyone walked away from that game last week saying Carson Wentz sucked against Tennessee, and he had 28 fantasy points. Yeah, that's my start of the week. Uh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you've been nailing those. You nailed the Ramondre Stevenson one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he, Aaron's team, especially at the top, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, um, he needs running backs. But, uh, yeah, I mean, his team's looking pretty strong. Certainly. Number three, 1,100 points. Three and two is the thick dicks. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he lost two games. Like, that's just bad luck because, again, he's 169 points for uh, per game for the thick dicks. He scored over 200 twice. That helps, too. That does help. And but, Lamar Jackson being a fantasy god helps. Yeah. I, really, I have him in my keeper league. I think I'll keep him for the rest of his career. Yeah. Good idea. Number two, 1,207 points, four and one, is the Long Island Beast. Yeah, nuts. I um, I don't think he made the playoffs last year, and his team's like the same pretty much. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, again, he's the third highest scoring team, so like 165 points per game, just like fractions underneath the ETLians. Um, I, I mean, he, he has a really solid team, you know, as long as, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be right in the thick of things. Um, he's having a good, a really good year. It's 21, 10 Tennessee. Wow. Alabama just idiotically touched a punt that was on the ground and Tennessee recovered. Wow. In, in Alabama territory. Wow. All right. That takes us to number one. Uh, the AP put redacted. <laughs> I was um, going to say, how, how do you feel putting this team number one? Well, there's only one team left, and they weren't ranked, so I don't know what to say. Yeah, I guess we can just move on yeah. to the next segment. It's pathetic. <laughs> um, uh, all right, that takes us into this week's six burning questions. We are going to start – which game do I want to start it off with? We're going to start it off with Devontae's Inferno versus the ETLians. My question is, are the ETLians for real right now? Like, I'm not saying are they for real. I'm saying are they for real? What the fuck? 
doesn't make sense. Um, I'm hoping uh, both three and two teams, I'm thinking uh, hopefully it's reality sets in and uh, Devontae's Inferno, the what I think is the superior team comes out on top, but we'll see if the ETLians keep keep winning and keep scoring points. They're favored to win again, so we'll yeah. see. All right, uh, next one. The Melonheads are taking on the Long Island Beasts. The question is, will there be another beast quake this week? Beast quake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my question is just, can can Nelly keep winning? Can the Long Island Beasts keep winning four and one like we just talked about? Uh, if he goes to five and one, like that's, you know, yeah, he's, that's he's looking like a strong contender. He'll jolt up the power rankings even more. That's why I feel like this is a must win. In our next matchup, who's Justice Beaver takes on the DeLongles. And my question is, who is Justice Beaver? Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I think this is the matchup of the big dogs, kind of, like, on, on paper, and especially, like, the, the starting lineups. I mean, two of what I consider the top four or five teams, uh, you know, you, you need this fucking win. So I'm, I'm really excited to uh, really excited to watch this matchup in particular. Big time and a little addition to this matchup. The deal was made and I'm happy that this is the first like matchup bet publicly in our league. And this is exciting because it. whoever wins this matchup will get the other man's first pick from next year, which is not a first round pick. It's the second rounder on his side, a third rounder on my side. Um, which I said it facetiously, but he, he, he accepted without even looking, which he has that much confidence. <laughs> That's fair. That's fine. But this is the first wager on a week in our league. And it's very exciting. We should see more of this. Absolutely. I love it. I love the, uh, the competitiveness. I love the confidence in each other's teams and I'm ready to watch them unfold. The longest yard takes on Nick top Greg bottom. And my question is, um, Right now, Nick Top, Greg Bottom, he's been playing like a bottom, and I'm wondering if he can get back on top. Ooh, I like the I like the play with words there. Um, my question is, can can Mike continue to successfully tank um, and tank in quotations because nobody's actually trying to tank? Um, but uh, it, right now, it's projected 140 to 130. Uh, Greg Top, Nick Bottom winning by a small margin. But, you know, anything can go. Projections never really turn out like how they should. Uh, but I think the longest, the longest yard has, has a legit shot in this game. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I would actually – did he have one player the other day? Or did he have multiple players? Because he had 20 points. Yeah, he had one player, and that is from Justin Fields at 20. Oh, there you go. Okay. Fair enough. All right, next matchup. Forever Unclean is taking on the Oracle. The question is, will Forever Unclean ever stop underachieving? Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, you know, if Forever Unclean goes to two and four here, the, the matchup was a lot tighter until I traded away Bruce Hall. Um, it was about like a 15 point differential and now it's a little bit more obviously, but you know, if, if forever and clean keeps underachieving, it might be time to hit the panic button. It might two and four might be, might be talking rebuild or retool. Yeah. We'll Do see. you think he regrets not trading cam makers yet? I, I think you have to, you have to regret that. And I'm looking at Clyde Edwards Hilaire as a, a prime trade candidate too. 
Um, a yeah. few teams, he should he should be making moves, Another but we'll one. see. He's a patient guy, so we'll see. Very pay, too pay. Well, I guess he is a teacher. He kind of has to be yeah. patient. So it's in his nature. I'm very impatient. That's why I'm uh, working in a factory. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not be able to be a teacher. <laughs> Kudos to him. Yeah. Uh, shout out because kids suck. They're awful. Yes, I was one once and I was terrible. And <laughs> yeah, and I tell you what, as you get older and you start looking at the kids who were your age when you were an asshole, you just go like, was I really like that fucking kid over there? What a piece <laughs> of shit that kid is. And I'm like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> oh, man. All right, last matchup is the Thick Dick taking on Austin 316. I'm just uh, bringing up what we already brought up, but how many times will the Thick Dick score over 170? Because that is a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my question for him is the same question all the time. Will he continue inserting his dominance? And this, uh, the unfortunate suspect here is, uh, is Austin 316 this week. And, you know, we'll see if it's consensual or not. <laughs> we'll see if it's consensual. Thick dicks have been inserting plenty of dominance, that's for sure. All right. That's going to take us into our comment of the week. My comment of the week is going to be from me, which was when I, it, it was part of a full comment. But what I said was, I think you'd be impressed with my size, which was a, a play on the always sunny. I think you'd be impressed with my speed comment from Mac which is what I was going for. And I didn't get any likes or comments or reactions, but I, so obviously it didn't land, but that's what I was going for. I didn't, I'm on the conversation now. I did not know that was from, that was a, a riff on It's Always Sunny. That went right over my head, but that is, that is hilarious. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to ruin the segment. I did not come up with the comment of the week, but I just thought you and Nelly's kind of back and forth uh, with that whole conversation was hilarious. Uh, very much enjoyed it. I'm not going to piss be put on the spot and pick a specific comment, but it, it was good stuff. It was a good convo. I'd love to see more combos like that yeah. as the week goes on. That's, that's what I want to see. I want people to listen to this and go, you know what? I want to win comments of the week and start giving us some good quips. Yes, yes. You know? we, need I more, was, we need I was more deliberate. talking and we need yeah. – yeah. I was deliberate with it. I was, gonna, I was like, I'm going to be comments of the week. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say some ridiculous shit today. All true, though, also, all true. But okay. uh, <laughs> which is why I also considered in making it the uh, putting sex on the calendar comment because that's like a, a classic uh, old married couple trope where they got to uh, you know they make a date to have, yeah. to have sex because uh, we just don't have time anymore. Yeah, <laughs> don't have time. It used to be like let's make a video now and then we'll do it for pleasure later. You know, twice twice a day, and now it's like. Well, you know, I think on the 28th, we both have off and I don't have a podcast that day. So uh, let's schedule it for the 28th, you know, uh, not I that. Love how they joke about that in the league and they have a missionary Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. That's what I mean. That's what that was another yeah. thing I was going for was a little play on that by saying I put sex on the calendar. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I, I think we all do once once we get to a certain. uh Yeah. You know, busyness of life and uh, age of relationship. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, that's all the coverage we have for the league today. Any final thoughts before we depart for week six? Yeah, I hope, um, you know, hopefully Paul uh, is done painting banners for homecoming and can come on next week. But I work from home. 
I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to like this league specifically pod podcast. And I, I don't want to have to listen to myself. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to hear from other people and, um, you know, I want to get the, hopefully more people participate and the more participation, the, the more fun the league is. I, I can tell you that I, I have my hair nice and long like this because I'm not, I'm not supposed to wear earbuds at work, but I have way too much anxiety to get through a day just hearing all day just screwing screws all day i i would drive me nuts so i all day keep my hair long earbud in hairs covering it no one can tell and i listen to podcasts for 10 to 12 hours every single day and let me say i do not mind listening to myself most of the time i go damn that was a good point you know what i mean um yeah. so you know i i i, I don't want to talk to myself though you know i like the conversation uh, I would like to have the conversation with more people. I thought having Nick come on, I know it wouldn't have been the great, like, uh, uh, sensible, logical, educated content that we can deliver, but it would have been uh, entertaining. At least entertaining, yeah. yeah. At least like, like, like an episode of Jackass. Like, it's fucking nonsense. <laughs> it means absolutely nothing, but I'm laughing the whole time. Yeah, I mean, he 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 came on last year, and um, I was um. I listened to that. I have a specific memory. The day I moved down to Maryland, I was listening to that podcast and um, I was cracking up the entire like 30 or 40 minutes he was on. Very, very, not a whole lot of people like like Nick out of the world. No, just it's just a bunch of sexual innuendo and, and inappropriate and comments. And you know and what? The, the podcast it, could use that once, once in a while. If other people said them, especially as much as him, it's not that funny, but for whatever reason with him, it's hilarious. It's just so nonchalant and straight-faced about it, too. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's about all we have for the KOLL podcast. I am your league commissioner, Greg. Join me today and enjoy your football.